episode seven. Seven, yeah. I think yeah. it's seven. Yeah, Hobby Ballers podcast. Going to go through a few things today. We're going to do a segment called Who Dis Team? We're just going to talk about three teams apiece. So it's not really a new segment, but we just gave it a new name. Um, shout out to Who He Play For. Yep. Um, kind of a little spin on Charles Barkley. We'll talk about later. Sir Charles. Yeah, Sir Charles. Um, yeah. And then all-time power forwards. And then, oh, before that, we'll do a little bit of MVP talk. We've done it some over the past few weeks, but just talk about the five, six candidates that are mm-hmm. looming out there. Um, we're having some internet difficulties, so we're working with our document and our minds. Yeah, um, so if I can't name some random players, then that's that's the reason why. Yeah. We don't have a basketball yeah, reference sure. to come up with. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, before we start, do you, uh, this is our first episode before the Derrick Rose trade, right? It is. Derrick yeah. Rose, we predicted it here. We did. Um, Shams didn't give us credit on the trade. I don't right. know. Shams didn't say per hobby ballers. But yeah, Derrick Rose in New York. I don't like the trade. I don't really get it for New York. Um, now they have 17 point guards. Um, they have a bunch of point guards now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to take minutes away from Emmanuel quickly and all their other young talent. Um, I wanted him to go to the Clippers. I thought it was a perfect trade for both sides. But he wanted to go to New York, play for Tibbs. Yep. He's been there before. He's like a good player. third time together third different yeah, team yeah, yeah it's kind of weird um but yeah tibbs once again trying to recreate um the bulls mm-hmm. on the um on the, on the knicks on the knicks <laughs> he did it he did it in minnesota and now he's trying to recreate the bulls once again right. in, um, in new york yeah the Derek rose trade um kind of kind of strange for him to go to a, a team like that that is super young um i like like with Nick's prediction, going to the Clippers, I would have thought that he was going to go, at this point in his career, go ring chasing. But um, he's kind of taken more of a leadership role, kind of uh, wanting to help out some younger guys. I think Quickly's a good player, and uh, he'll I think he'll be able to do well there with uh, kind of leading those younger guys. I think the Knicks right now are a six seed, six or five, six or seven. So uh, really solid for them. Really good year. Um, we'll see how it goes for him. I think. Honestly, anywhere other than Detroit is probably good for uh, anybody. But, yeah, I think that's all I've got for the D-Rose trade, if you want to get into some uh, yeah some team talks. Three teams apiece. You want to start off with the with the uh, Timberwolves? Sure. So, I actually watched a Timberwolves game last night. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was uh, because they played the Pacers. They did take them to overtime, though. But, um, you know, I wish I could pull up some stats. But, like we said, we had some internet issues. But, um yeah, it was my first time seeing Anthony Edwards play. And, uh, you know, I was kind of a critic, or I criticized him pretty hard when he was first drafted. And I still kind of am, but um, he showed flashes last night of uh, actually enjoying the game of basketball. And actually, uh, obviously, he's a great player because he's the number one overall pick. But, um, yeah, I think come later in the later in the season, he could possibly uh, do some good things and be back in that rookie of the year conversation. I know the night before, uh, last night he blocked LeBron. I think it was a block or hit a shot over him, one of the two, um, to kind of send that extend that game. I think they played two overtime games in a row, um, dropped them both. But um, yeah, the Timberwolves were fun to watch. Uh, it was nice to see Anthony Edwards finally play. Carl Anthony Towns again back on the floor. I don't. I think he's two or three three weeks back now. Um, kind of returned to form. I know he's not all the way recovered, obviously. And uh, other players have kind of talked about that. I don't know if you've heard Jason Tatum talk about how he still doesn't feel the same as he did before COVID. So obviously still dealing with that. But, um, I mean, yeah, the Timberwolves, they aren't really a joke like I thought they would be. Um, 
are they the 13 seeds still or 15? They might be 15. Yeah, I think that, yeah, they're single digit wins still. They were 7 and 21. They're 7 and 22 now. Um, but the, I mean, there's, there's some things to be excited about. I just thought we should probably talk about the Timberwolves real quick before, uh, just kind of talk about every team on here and yeah, <laughs> it's definitely their first appearance on the show. I feel like yeah, did we talk about them a few weeks ago? Maybe not. I don't know. A, they have two fans. So I doubt they listen to the podcast since we only have three listeners. Yeah. The past few weeks. Yeah. Tell your friends about the podcast, by the way, you yeah. got, we got to get those listens back up. Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your kids. Yep. Graham, um, if you're watching this, thank you. Yeah. Text me. Pops. Uh, Matthew Scales, uh, Noah Kurtz, um, uh, yeah. Coach Robinson, Coach Robinson, yeah, uh, Coach Cash, Coach Cash, yeah. is he a big basketball yeah. guy? Yeah, he uh, is. Well, hopefully, he listens to it. Who knows? Kiefer Vitatow, he listened to Kiefer, Kiefer yeah. Kiefer. But yeah, um, Timberwolves. Um, I mean, I knew they would be this bad. I kind of thought they would yeah. be. I mean, I'm not going to slander Carl Anthony Towns because he's had too much going on, but. I don't think he's gonna raise your ceiling. I think if he's your, if he's your second best player on your team, I think you're doing good. Um, I think he might be the next star to be asking out of a mm-hmm. team, kind of like Anthony Davis. He's fizzled out, yeah. At the same time, while he's, I don't think he's the guy that can lead a team. I also think they haven't done enough to put players around him because D'Angelo Russell's not that guy. Mm-hmm. Malik Beasley isn't that guy. Anthony Edwards could be. I think he has a high ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the highest ceilings in the draft, um, he could make a late push for Rookie of the Year, but I think right now to run away with Lamelo, who I'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, the Timberwolves, um, best team yeah, in the league. Just, I mean, uh, worst, actually. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to touch on them briefly. Um, at times last night, Nas Reed looked like the next coming of Will Chamberlain against uh, the Pacers. <laughs> Speaking of the Pacers, uh, I don't know if we want to talk about this now, but you think uh, Miles Turner, possibly still Defensive Player of the Year candidate? He's in there. I think he's top yeah. three. I think he I, has I, to I have be. Him, I, I'll have him third right now. Mm-hmm. Behind um, uh, Simmons is first, in my opinion. Simmons, yeah. Ben Simmons is amazing. Um, and we talk about him a lot. He can guard everybody. It was like in one week span, he guarded LeBron and Dame Lillard. And he <laughs> did a good job. Yeah. I, I, also, I haven't seen anyone really guard LeBron like that since you know Durant and yeah. Draymond Green, Iguodala, mm-hmm. those guys. Yeah, I think he, we talk about them rightfully so. Ben Simmons a lot because he's, so he's a really good player. He's an great, all-star this great year. Great defender. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely an all-star. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if he uh, makes that starters, cracks the starters list or not. I feel like he probably yeah. can. Yeah, he should definitely be a reserve at the very least. Oh, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get snubbed from there. I think coaches and media will reward oh, him for that uh-huh. reserve spot for yeah. sure. Um, but, yeah, so a little, little tangent. Yeah. I don't know what we were we on uh it's okay. teams is, now? Yeah. Yeah, teams. Yeah, this is our first episode where we're not we didn't write anything down coming not in too much, yeah. Coming in blind. <laughs> yeah, so um I guess the first team I wanted to talk about was the Utah Jazz. I know we talked about it a few weeks ago and I was reluctant to really put them in that top tier NBA team, but I really think they are now. Eight mm-hmm. straight games right now. Yeah. Twenty out of their last twenty one games, twenty four and five overall, which if you projected it out to an eighty two game season maybe 68 and 14. I mean, they're hot right now, so they're going to fall off that pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a big win percentage. Um, they're fourth in offensive rating, second in defensive rating, and first in net rating right now in the entire NBA. They have a pretty good margin on second, I believe, is the Lakers. Um, might be the Sixers. They're, they're both right there. Um, and I'm going to say I should have her go bear my all-star reserves. It was a big mistake <laughs> not having them in the more I've thought about it because um, he's been really good defensive mm-hmm. anger on that team who has the second yeah. best defense in the NBA um he might be defensive player of the year it's between him and Simmons right now I know I also said last week I don't think he'll win it again but 
if Utah keeps this up, I think yeah. they might reward him with it. Him mm-hmm. or Simmons. A lot of people don't recognize Simmons, though, which is the problem. More people recognize Gobert. Um, and, yeah, they've been really good putting up numbers. I think they're, they're the, have the biggest upset, uh, upset um, upside, I guess I should say, to knock off the Lakers or Clippers. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll happen because the stars that those guys have. Yeah. But their chemistry, and the, another thing that helps the team is they've been together a long time. They know how to play with each other. They like each other. And they have some of that chemistry that other teams don't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Conley as well. I want to talk on him. Yeah. He's been really good. Right a borderline all-star. I think he should be in the conversation. I don't think he'll make it. Mm-hmm. But he's really resurgence, and him being there has been a big deal for that team. Yeah. Um, and then one more thing with them is Jordan Clarkson. I think he's run away six-man of the year right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's close. No. Um, and he's been really good, honestly. He's yeah. been a good player off the bench from mm-hmm. that spark plug you need on any um, top-tier team. Yeah, I think put Jordan Clarkson a 20 in any other team right now, and he's definitely starting for them. But the Jazz are just that good. Um, the Conley experience was um, – because I know this is his second year there now. First year took some getting used to, but he's uh, – really come to his own there and um, doing Mike Conley things. All-star thing might be a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, I don't think he's in, but yeah. I think we could talk uh-huh. about it at least. Yeah, I think you, you could definitely do that. But um, I guess just the West, I think, is really loaded with guards. Um, somebody I haven't really heard much about would be uh, Bojan. Is he doing all right there? Uh, he's he's uh, falling off a little bit yeah. this year, but he's still, he's still a good scoring threat yeah. for him. But yeah, Donovan Mitchell is obviously going to be great. Quinn Snyder, good coach up there in Utah, and yeah, there'll be a definitely a top top two seed now. You think they'll be top three at least? Top three, between yeah. them, the, mm-hmm. the LA teams. De- depending on how they fall off, because I think the fall off is it's just bound to happen at some point. Yeah, They're not going to stay this bit. hot the whole season. Yeah, um, I don't think they have that big enough gap on the two three seeds yet to really be cemented at that top two level. But um, I would love to see another. Uh, Nuggets Jazz playoff matchup. <laughs> would this be like three Good. years in a row or something like that? Utah would definitely have the advantage. Yeah, um, I think this year right they would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of transitioning. Are you finished with the Jazz? Yeah, it's all Utah Jazz, Smooth Jazz. Shout yeah. out to, um, yeah, uh, he, Smooth Jazz, Brad Robinson. He likes Smooth Jazz. <laughs> yeah, he puts it on in the uh, sometimes, plays, yeah. plays some Smooth Jazz for Good. us. Yeah. Smooth Jazz never hurt anybody. No. Um, so another team I want to talk about, kind of the opposite of Utah, instead of praising them, is kind of questioning what they're doing right now, um, is the Boston Celtics. It's a good one. I wanted to talk about them. Yeah. So um, they're sitting at a five seed right now, but they're just – they're so much better than a five seed, I think. Or, or I don't know. Maybe maybe they're not. Maybe I'm just thinking they're way too think? good. I have a soft spot for the Celtics just because I love Brad Stevens so much, and I think he's probably one of the better coaches in the NBA currently. But um, – because Jalen Brown's been playing, Jalen Brown. Yeah, it is his name. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Jalen yeah. Brown. I almost yeah. mix up their names. Yeah, Jalen Brown's playing so well. Jason Tatum is not like he's have a major drop off, but he just hasn't improved like he has the last couple of years. But um, I think the biggest thing is just their, uh, is just their, uh, their center position. Um, I think they are really lacking there. I think some trades that have kind of come up right now are the. Uh, Gosh, was it, is it Andre Drummond? I think his name's kind of come up in some Boston Celtics trades. Um, so that that could be a piece that helps him. But yeah, I'm just really kind of struggling to figure out like what's wrong with them. Uh, Kimba has come back for a little bit and hasn't really been that starter that they need. But I think he can be. He's still in his prime, I believe. His uh, Hornets days might be done, but um, 
I think he can definitely be a solid point guard for them on a playoff team, but I'm sure they'll uh, turn it around. The East is really competitive right now, so if they fizzle out and don't be a you know a top three seed, I mean, I think in the East you're destined to run into like a Milwaukee or a Philadelphia anyway in the East. You're running to them in the playoffs at some point, but I, I'm just kind of confused right now on the Boston Celtics. Yeah, you know, I don't. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are really good. I mean, they, that and that, but I think the problem is that's all they have right now. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're going to get from other guys in any given night. I mean, Kemba Walker's been awful. He's been so bad. He had one good night, but he's been really, really awful. Like two of twelve shooting nights, and kind of. Um, I'll talk about it more later, but it kind of makes you wonder about the whole. Uh, uh, Terry Rozier thing. I mean, Terry Rozier's been really good. Twenty a game this year yeah. for Charlotte, um, and it's kind of scary with small guards like Kemba when they have injuries. Sometimes they just don't come back at all. Mm-hmm. Once you use that explosiveness, you're, you're really just not the same. Happened with Isaiah Thomas. He's done. Um, Isaiah Thomas was really good. Another Boston player. Um, yep. But I'm kind of worried about what this team is around just those two guys, and those two guys also have to work on making people around them better. Mm-hmm. Um, which they haven't they haven't done so far yet. I mean, those pieces are rough. Daniel Tice is not going to be playing that much. He's no. not good. He's not a good player. Yeah, I think um, they need to look more towards Robert Williams for yeah. those minutes. He's a solid player yeah. that, and younger too. I've heard an idea of a Vucevic trade. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know what that does to him defensively. I mean, he's not a good defender whatsoever. No, he's not. Um, but I've heard the idea of that. Um, Bill Simmons talked about it on his podcast. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think they're just a tier down um, mm-hmm. from the rest of the teams. I think it's yeah. Sixers and Nets mm-hmm. have a small step down to the Bucks, and then you have a step down to the Celtics and Pacers in that realm as well. After mm-hmm. those teams, it really falls off. Yeah, the East is time. awful after mm-hmm. that. Um, but I, I don't know if they should make trades. Those two guys are young, but they're going to have to make them happy mm-hmm. so they don't leave in the long term. Yeah, and that's the thing for if you're a Celtics fan. You're not a – I don't know. Did they, are they really built to win right now? I don't think you are until I hate to say this, until LeBron leaves the NBA, you're not really going to be built to win a championship. Or well, I guess you could be because I think the Seventy Sixers right now are built to win a championship, and I guess LeBron's still kind of in there. I think the East is just too good for them to get past those top two Correct, teams right yeah. now. Uh huh. Brooklyn got so much better, well, offensively. <laughs> um, I think they can be exploited on defense, but we'll continue talking about the Celtics. But yeah, it's just it's. If you're a Boston Celtics fan, I don't think you're too upset because, I mean, you have the two, two pro- the youngest duo in the league, the one to be most excited about. But it's, um, I don't know, they choked in a Miles Turner trade this offseason, which I think I'd be upset about that. Yeah. That that could, that could have been huge for him. Um, what's his name? Danny Ainge. I think, I don't know if he's like the greatest executive ever, but he's not a bad one. I think he'll bring in good pieces, but... Um, yeah, right now I think if you're a Celtics fan, no need to kind of freak out. But I would be a little upset on how they're performing right now. Yeah, I think with Danny is he uh, not Danny uh, not Danny Rockley, but um, Danny Ainge. Shout out um, Danny. Shout out Danny Rockley. Uh, Danny, Ainge, he's either a great GM or a bad one. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Tristan, look back at the uh, Tristan Thompson trade. It's a big, uh, it's, a, it's a mistake. Not yeah. Tristan Thompson. I'm sorry, uh, Miles Turner. Yeah, it was a mistake letting him slip because now they. What they got from that Gordon Hayward was a twenty-seven million dollar trade exception, which I don't know what they do with that. Maybe it's Andre Drummond, but I would have rather had Miles Turner, oh, especially yeah. if you look at what he's doing this year on the mm-hmm. defensive end. 
he's come from a guy that can, oh, he's good at blocking shots, but not a good defender. Or he's actually a really good defender now. Mm-hmm. He can shoot threes, which is what they really need. Yeah. A guy that can protect the rim and shoot threes. But you have a center that can do that in today's NBA, you're, you're looking good. You have mm-hmm. a high upside. Yep. Um, and I think, looking back, he would have really elevated this team yeah. um, to a different level. What he can, Because he's exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Drummond is that. No. Drummond's not the best defender. He's better than what they have. He can't shoot, though. He can't really initiate his own offense. Although mm-hmm. he did create a new play this year when he threw the ball behind him and tried uh-huh. to throw it at the rim. That was pretty cool when he when he threw it away from the rim to see if it would go I, in. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. He did a few <laughs> crossover dribbles and threw it behind him away from the rim, which was really interesting. didn't yeah. work. Andre Drummond uh, really changing the game. I think <laughs> that goes underlooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the Miles Turner trade was a mistake, and I don't know what they're going to do with that $27 million trade exception. So we'll, we'll see. Mm, they miss Terry. Scary Terry. I'll talk about it more later. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Is that all you have on Boston? Yeah. I think so. Um, I guess next, I'm going to, um, a lot of admitting that I'm wrong today. I'm going to talk about the uh, San Antonio Spurs. They've been really good. I'm surprised they're this good. I am and I'm not. I didn't think they would be this good. Before the season started, I stated that I don't think they're even a top 10 seed. I think they're a step below. But they proved me wrong. They're 16 and 11, seventh in the West. Okay. Um, which is kind of weird. If you think about the East, if you're seventh in the East, you're like 10 and 17. Yeah. You're the opposite of way. I'm losing record. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're 16 and 11, seventh in the West. And it's just kind of a weird um, mashing of veteran players and young guys because mm-hmm. you have Aldridge, DeRozan, Patty Mills. Um, and then you have the young guys, Murray, White, Kendall Johnson, Lonnie Walker. Um, so I feel bad for saying they had no shot at the playoffs because they're obviously in that mix. I don't know what their ceiling is in a um, playing game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Pop always pulls something out of his ass and gets the teams to the playoffs. Um, and I, I guess when I was thinking about teams that make the playoffs, I forgot how bad other teams would be, the Pelicans and the Kings. I mean, they, they've sucked. Yeah. I was right about the Pelicans, by the way. They're <laughs> awful. Um, and Deontay Murray, he's really becoming a star right in front of our eyes. 15 yeah. a game this year. Wow, One a of the jump. best defensive guards in the league. I mean, three years ago, it was a 2018, he made an all-defensive team, second team. And he's really back to that level. His offense is what needs to improve a little bit. He's going to be up and down a lot on there. His shooting especially, shooting below 30% this year from three, which that has to improve. Um, and then uh, Kendall Johnson as well. Keldon. Keldon Johnson, Keld- I, I think his name right? Keldon. Yeah, I didn't know about him until this season. Yeah. Um, but he's been really good, making a huge leap. Plays with a lot of effort. Um, his shooting's also a concern. But yeah, the San Antonio Spurs in the playoff mix. Yeah. Um, I'm not too well-versed on the uh, Spurs, not too uh, educated on them, but um, I have noticed them in the standings, like Nick said, 7th or 7th or 8th or whatever. Um, just it's, It is a weird mix like Ben said it, or like Nick said, it's a weird mix of guys. You got the uh, veterans. Is Rudy Gay still there too? He is. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Th- I don't remember if you said him or not. But I, did, um, I forgot about him. Yeah, I, I'm a really big fan of Dejounte Murray. I think he's a really good player. Lonnie Walker as well. Um, but yeah, it's a team that I think in the next couple off seasons they could. Uh, I think they could be a big name free agent landing spot possibly. I know we talked about Carl Anthony Towns earlier. I don't know if. Because he'll be the number one guy there. It's just um, kind of finding a big. Uh, or if they have like a good signing class, they obviously have a lot of people who want to play for Pop. But I mean, I don't know much about the Spurs. I'm not gonna act like I do. Yeah, they've been good this year. They're always 
fighting for spots. Yeah, Lonnie Walker too. I like that you mentioned him. He has, I think he has a lot of potential. Yeah, hasn't done a lot this year, but I, I like Lonnie Walker yeah. a lot. They have a lot of good young players. Um, He's got cool hair. I'm not sure about Derek White. Uh, they gave him a lot of money. Yeah, um, in the I think that was uh, almost too like too early to really yeah. give him all that money, especially with the injury concerns mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, and he had a, he had a history of that as, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they gave it to him and not Dejounte Murray. And yeah. I think it was kind of like a 50-50 chance, and they kind of gave it to the wrong guy, which yeah. isn't a huge deal. But I know his contract is not, like, worrisome at all. It's not too too uh, too large for them to really, like, have to panic or be concerned about. But um, definitely not a great contract. I could see him them shipping him off somewhere. Because he's a good player. I think Derek White's a good player. And he'll, uh, um, on another team, he could do pretty well, I think. But, um, yeah, Spurs are solid, just like always. You think they should look at? Uh, you think they should fight for the playoffs or look at trading DeRozan and Aldridge before the deadline? Um, I think they should. I, if I was them, I'd probably go for the playoffs. Yeah. Because um, I feel like De, I don't know. I feel like DeRozan's just gonna come back anyway. Aldridge, I could, I would maybe trade Aldridge or just kind of see to look what's available. Um, but I don't think you want to switch up too much right now, especially with that um, the young core. I think DeRozan's a guy you keep around, but maybe look at uh, an Aldridge maybe. Because I know Aldridge has been there a lot longer than him, though, so I'm not, yeah. I'm not really sure. What do you think? I don't know. I think their ceiling in the playoffs are limited first round. Yeah, if I they're think... seventh or eighth seed, I think those other teams are better than them in a playing game because mm-hmm. they have more star power. Yep. And I think they're both expiring deals. You can get a decent return for them. So I say they blow it up and build around their young stars. They don't have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. They can get return for those guys and build young because I don't think they have yeah. a high ceiling at the playoffs is their goal, which I never like with teams. Yeah. I hate when teams just are fine with making the playoffs. You either go for it if you're good or try to rebuild for a mm-hmm. while. I'm not saying you should tank. But you shouldn't be settled to be mediocre year after year. I'm That's starting true, to become yeah. worried that the Spurs are starting to become okay with that, which yeah. I'm not a fan of. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Either way, they're going to be decent, even if they trade those guys. They have a they're set up well for the future. Yeah, so. one guy that kind of pops into my head. You think uh, they shipped DeRozan to Houston for uh, Oladipo? He's on his third team again. They- yeah, I mean, maybe. I, if Oladipo can stay healthy, that's the only concern with trading for his contract. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Houston would do it, but Houston's made some very, very odd trades. I don't know what their roster is right now, so I wouldn't be surprised if they went for it as well. Yeah. 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 Do you have a third team to talk about? I do. I think I'm going to go talk about the uh, Portland Trailblazers for the next couple of minutes, maybe. Um, I think they're sitting around a four or five seed. They've exceeded my expectations, I think. I think at the beginning of the year, I had them uh, not even making the playoffs, even though I love Dame. Dame's playing really great basketball right now. Um, I think all-star level, I think him and Steph should be the two guards from the West that make it there. Um, but, yeah, the they really have exceeded my expectations. Uh, CJ McCollum's playing pretty well, too. But, like, outside of that, I think it's just the consistency – I think the Trailblazers are kind of like a uh, just. Uh, it's easy to compare th- people to the Pacers because that's the team I watch all the time. But I think the Pacers are kind of trying to be like the Trailblazers almost, just uh, having some like solid guys around. Not, I mean, obviously they have a huge star with Dame, but um, outside of that, there's just some solid guys, just good basketball players, and they they play a good style of basketball. It's a it's a pretty quick. T- Pretty quick pace. They don't defend super well, but um, I mean, if you can outscore the other team, uh, you know that's always. I mean, you're gonna win whoever has the most points. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Just a quick little thing about the Trailblazers. I think they've done well this year. I think um, it could be a sneaky team come the playoffs. I mean, they've shown in the past where they make the where they make the conference finals pretty yeah, recently. two, three years ago now, yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely could be a sneaky team there. Did they figure out the center position, kind of? I mean, no, it's pretty bad. I yeah. Mean, Cantor, everyone talks about how good he is during regular he, season He games. can't be. He can't be. He's somebody guy. the announcers talk about like they're – Great, kind of like um, Nick Batune, which, I mean, when it comes to the playoffs, I mean, Ennis Cantor is unplayable because he can't play defense at all. And if you can't play defense, especially in the West, we're going to have to go against Anthony Davis and Jokic and all mm-hmm. these these big bodies. And he can't yeah. play a lick of defense. He becomes unplayable. It happened a few years ago when he was in Portland. He became unplayable in the playoffs. Uh, Zach Collins, Nurkic, even when Nurkic was healthy, hopefully he gets back eventually, even when he was healthy, he wasn't playing good defense. He wasn't the Nurkic that we saw before. So defense is a concern with them. They might end up looking at going small with Covington maybe, a small mm-hmm. ball five, but we saw that didn't work against your, against the Lakers last year when he was in Houston. Um, I mean, I, I, I like that you chose Portland, though, because I actually wanted to talk about them and Boston. Those right. are two of the teams huh. I really considered talking about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're good offensively. Dame's an MVP candidate. I think if you have him on your team, you can make it far just because what he can provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need CJ back as well because he was awesome before he got hurt. But yeah, they're staying alive with two of their top guys, and Nurkic and yeah. McCollum being out. And yeah, that's another thing I didn't mention: the injuries of McCollum and how they're still still up there in the West. Um, they really found some uh, other options there. Gary Trent, st- he's still around, correct? Yeah, Gary Trent's probably getting those kind of fill in minutes. Um, we have a pretty pretty solid basketball team they've got there in Portland. I'm a big Gary Trent fan. Yeah. 3 and D guy. He's going to be around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe Danny Greenish. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Danny Green's a good player. Like, he really is. Yeah, he's he's solid. He's, he's missed, solid. like, obviously he misses those shots in the playoffs, but, I mean, he's still around in the league. Three-time NBA champion. For a, while. a starter. Yeah. A starter. He's not just a champion of yeah. the bench guy. He's a starter on 3 yeah. NBA Th- champions. Those 3 and D guys, those... If you're a young basketball player right now, work on your jump shot and get quick on defense, and there you, go. you could do it. Work on that footwork. You know, yeah. What do I know though? I'm just Division Two. Yeah, dude. Country uh, track runner. Who's your your player? Comp? T.J. Warren, right? T.J. Warren. Comparison? Yeah. So yeah, the uh, Mansion guys. Shout out to all the Mansion guys. Big shout out right there. They've yeah. got a uh, basketball comparisons, and I played with Matt Bailey for the first time this weekend. Took an L, but my player comparison is T.J. Warren. I heard Paul George in the beginning, and I, Paul told, George, him, I told him he can't do that. I yeah. told him he can't stick with that one because he'll disappear in big moments. Noah said and He my, wants to make threes in the corner. He doesn't want to shoot them off the side <laughs> of the backboard. So Right. Noah said I play. It looks like I don't care when I play because I don't want to unleash my final form on you did guys. You, did you hear mine was? I'm uh, Dion Waiters, dude. Dion Waiters? Dion Waiters is my player comp, yeah. Which Cavs, I'll, Dion I'll Waiters? Or? I don't know. Hopefully not the current Dion Waiters. He's not on an NBA team. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was my player comp. Dion Waiters, kind of streaky. Might yeah. get going, I'm good. But some days I won't hit a single shot. You'll have that one battle against the... That's one of the coolest things, that back and forth. With, I think it was Tim Hardaway. In the, um, it was like the rookie sophomore game or something. I'll have to send you that link. It's like Dion Waiters and Tim Hardaway just go back and forth. Like good old Dion. Five straight possessions with a hit threes. Yeah, good old gummies Dion. Sorry, too far. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess my third team, Charlotte Hornets. I kind of wanted to talk about them. I don't know how much we talk about them on the podcast. Um, I don't know how high their ceiling is in the playoffs. Team, in the playoffs. Uh, I think they're going to make the playoffs because um, they're going to scrap together wins. Um, but... Um, yeah, I think they're good. They're fun to watch, at least. They're a really fun team. LaMelo's been amazing. 
Um, ever since they put him in the starting lineup, they've been a lot better, and he's been good in the starting role um, with the other guys. Um, he should be unanimous rookie of the year right now. I don't think mm-hmm. it's close. Could throw a few votes at Halliburton, I think, but he'd be the only guy to really warrant them. There's other guys out there that have played well, but he's leading all rookies in points, rebounds, assists, and steals, I believe. Mm-hmm. Not even close. His yeah. three-point shot's actually looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I think he's right at 35% from three. He needs to work on his defense still. But, yeah, he's been fun. And then Gordon Hayward, too. He's been awesome. He's been really good. He kind of looks at that all-star mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, he shocked me. Yeah. And passing, he just looks like himself again, which is really fun to see. Something we never really got to see in Boston. We saw flashes of it, but it's full-fledged this year. And I really kind of want him in the All-Star game. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big advocate of extending the All-Star game to 15 players. Just, it's so, the league is so talented right now. And looking at the play of lately and consistency throughout the season, I'm, I'm going to say it. I think, I think he's an All-Star over Sabonis. Mm-hmm. He's been really good. Um, the only thing I would put Sabonis in over him is because they're on a better team. Um, right. I, I really want to see Hayward in the All-Star game because he's deserving of it. Uh, the best player on that team. And yeah, and then I want to talked about him some earlier i have written down scary terry yeah actually a little scary <laughs> he's been good 20 points a game this year i've never been the biggest fan of him because he was a really everyone hyped him up in boston but his shooting percentages were bad mm-hmm. but his shooting percentages have went up this year um and i kind of look at the boston right now like they might rather have scary terry than instead of kemba walker yeah because kemba's been bad scary scary terry's been scary mm-hmm. so um Kemba's been scary in a different way. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then Miles Bridges and Malik Monk. Yeah. They're not showing it in the stats, but they've made big jumps this year. They're just mm-hmm. kind of coming into their own. But, yeah, Charlotte Hornets, yeah. fun team to watch. Yeah, those two guys you just mentioned, I think, are really going to be two good pieces to build around with LaMelo. And uh, right now they definitely are a playoff team. I think they will be at the end of the year. But, um, yeah, Gordon Hayward, I think this is this is a really good opportunity for him. Um, I'm almost glad he didn't come to the Pacers now just because he wouldn't be that number one guy to really uh, show out and blossom there. But, um, yeah, he's doing great things in Charlotte. I think uh, that might be part of the reason why uh, Rozier's playing so well is because uh, Hayward's kind of there to kind of facilitate the offense a little bit. I know him and LaMelo because Hayward plays the one sometimes. He'll come up, he'll come up with the ball and they'll run Point sets forward. from there. Um, but yeah, I think the uh, just as far as like you said, the shooting percentages of uh, Rozier. I think when you play with a guy like Gordon Hayward, you're not going to force things because it it just it really does seem to come really smooth. And I think Lamelo is a great complement to Gordon Hayward. He's just a smooth basketball player. Um, Lamelo, obviously the runaway rookie of the year. I think they get our media vote. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll send them uh, in. Hobby Ballers podcast. Still waiting to hear back from Adam. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna call him by his first name, Adam, for the for the media votes. We haven't heard back from Mr. Adam yet, Mr. Silver, Mr. Silver. Um, but yeah, we're waiting to hear back from Adam on our media votes. I'm sure he's listening to the podcast. He might be one of our three listeners. Yeah, um, he's probably getting caught up. That's why we got a episode one view yeah, like probably. last night. Yeah, episode one. He's getting caught up on us trying to get us our media votes. Yeah, but um, Charlotte Hornets really solid team out in the East. I think. Uh, Realistically, are they a first round exit as well? But I think they could. I think, be, so. I think yeah. they could take it to seven, six, seven games though. They're, they're a fun on. team. Mm-hmm. They're fun to watch. Yep. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan owned. Fifty eighth birthday yesterday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Michael Jordan, yep. to the goat. Yeah. Bubba Wallace. I don't know. If there's any NASCAR fans out here in our audience? I think he finished twelfth or something in this first race. 
Interesting. Pretty solid. Michael Wolves. Jordan, no NASCAR team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Interesting stuff. Well, is that, is that all of our teams? I think so. We did some MVP talk. Yeah. We go through some of the can. I think there's five to six candidates mm-hmm. um, we can really talk about um, that yeah. we have on here. So I guess we'll start with these aren't in order necessarily. We can both say ours, who our pick is so far at the end. Mm-hmm. But LeBron James, just doing LeBron James things, 25, 8, and 8 on 50% from the field, 38, 38% from three. One of the best players in the league, him or Durant, 1A, 1B there, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. So speaking I think of that. The narrative's there with him not getting it yeah. last year as well. And he's mad about it. He was vocal about not getting it last year. Um, so I think that, um, and I think also the struggle between who will get to Embiid and Jokic, yeah. those two centers are doing really similar things in their mm-hmm. own respect. Yeah. Um, I think if they can't decide between them, they might say, hey, LeBron's there. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Embiid and Jokic, I know the Sixers and Nuggets, they might have identical records right now. I'm not too sure yeah. about that, but yeah. Um, so you all talk about Durant on there as well. Yeah, Durant. Yeah. Okay. Um, so twenty nine, seven and five, C- crazy shooting numbers. Fifty two percent from the field, forty three percent from three. That's super yeah. efficient. Eighty seven from the line. I mean, almost that fifty forty ninety mm-hmm. club which he's made before. Um, similar numbers as MVP season. Like he's just mm-hmm. as good, if not better than them, yeah. which is crazy considering he came off an Achilles tear. And I think he's the reason that the Nets have a high ceiling. If they yeah. end up in the finals, it's because of him, because he's awesome. Yeah. Um, he's really carrying that load there that um, I know Harden brings you a, kind of a spark, but it's crazy to think, like, James Harden is just, like, your second best player now. Can we, can we talk about how good James Harden has been? I am not a James Harden fan, but he's been it's, awesome. It's it's ridiculous. Like, the point guard Harden, who's not demanding the ball, who's yeah. not ball heavy, I mean, he really wants to win, and he's really done that. So mm-hmm. I, he's accepted his role. And James Harden's been awesome yeah. for this team. And if they have those three guys, if Kyrie is your third best guy, like, I don't think the defense is going to matter at the yeah. end of the day. I, I know this is a, kind of a different question, but is this James Harden's best chance at winning a title? I know that oh, in yeah. the OKC days, he was on, he was like, they actually made the finals. But I don't know. I feel like this team's a little bit different than the Thunder team. Yeah, I mean, Durant's better than he was then, probably. Yeah. This mm-hmm. might be the best he's ever played. Harden's better than he was then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a big Russell Westbrook fan, so I, him yeah. and, I'm not a big fan of Kyrie or Westbrook. Right. They're both there. Um, I don't think they have a better team around this. They had better defensive defensive mm-hmm. players and vets yeah. on that Oklahoma City team. Yeah. But th- this is the best chance to win a yeah. title, yeah. The, I mean, bench, the bench needs some work, but we'll talk yeah. more about the candidates. But Yeah, yeah the so next back to bench MVP. needs some work. You want to talk about Jokic and Embiid? Yeah, I can go ahead and do that. Um, like like Nick said, they're really kind of – they're very, very similar players – um, even the play styles. I know that Jokic is kind of more of like thought of as mobile and Embiid's kind of uh, in the post guy, but they both can do big things in the post and they both are very mobile. I know Embiid's kind of work on that on that shot a little bit. It's not as smooth as Jokic still, but um, yeah, he's a good catch and shoot guy. Jokic is more off the dribble, but um, I mean, how how close are the numbers? I think Jokic is 27, 11, and 8. And then Embiid's averaging twenty nine and ten, um, but yeah, it's it's really close from those guys. I think the MVP race this year is crazy. Yeah. I think it's the four or five. Uh, like you can give it to almost any of them. It's five guys really. It's six guy kind of in there as well. We'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But I think I think with Embiid, I mean, a bit, I'm a big Embiid fan. Um, his mid range jumper is the most notable thing. Mm-hmm. Like him being able to pull up a mid range. Yeah, he's great. He's been great for mid range. Of course. He's always going to be good in the post. Shooting 39% from three right now. Making mm-hmm. one like one a game, a little over one a game. Like 1.2, I think, of makes. 
Um, and Hyoko just having some crazy halves. The yeah. defense isn't there with him necessarily. Um, and they've he's been putting up big numbers and losses too, which is kind of weird. I don't think it's his fault though. Um, but yeah, those two bigs. Mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of kind of be cool to see a big man win MVP again because it's been a long time. It has been a while. I don't know. I can't date when the last. Big man's been yeah. Duncan, Shaq, Garnett. That's one yeah, of those guys. Unless I'm missing ago. somebody mm-hmm. in there. It's been a long time since a non-perimeter yeah. player has won MVP. Dirk didn't win an MVP. He was he a did. finals he won, MVP. He won MVP in 2007, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. that was a while ago then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time since the biggest won one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And then I guess I'll talk about the last candidate here, Steph Curry. Yes. I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal. 27, 29 a game, seven boards. Five assists, or other way around there, on mm-hmm. 52, 43, 87 shooting. Wow. A- absolutely crazy. That's almost, um, that's more efficient than Duran, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's crazy, it is. though. And um, similar numbers to MVP season, like I said. Um, I'm sorry, I said I said that, I said Durant's shooting numbers for that one. Curry is 49, 43, 94% from the free throw wow. line, which is crazy. Um, and, yeah, the, the thing is, if you talk about um, – if you want to talk about the true defini- definition of MVP – Who's actually most valuable to their team? Um, it's, it's Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. If you take him off that team, that team is pitiful. Terrible. They're the worst team in the league. They're mm-hmm. worse than the Timberwolves. They're worse than the uh, Pistons. Pistons. I think they might be worse than the Pistons. Yeah. And you talk about the true embodiment of most valuable player. He's that. Yeah. He's just been amazing. I, there's no other way to describe it. Um, he's going to end up as a top 20 all time player, probably. Um, Hopefully. Second best 20. point guard of all yeah. time. <laughs> and the already is the second best point guard of all time. Um, but he's been. He's been amazing. So he's in that MVP conversation as well, just carrying this um, Warriors team to the playoffs, really. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about how similar the Steph and Durant are playing right now to their MVP seasons. Yeah. It's crazy how they're, like, not runaway. Because you think about those seasons, that was amazing. I don't remember which year was better for Steph, his first or second. They were both. Well, he, his first year was because the Warriors were so good. The second year he yeah. won, it was just, you know – it was, he was even better. Yeah. I think the second year was a unanimous season. Mm-hmm. I just think that goes to show how how much talent the league has right now. Um, it's it's just really crazy. Um, so S- Steph Curry obviously just absolutely carrying the Warriors as well. Like we like we mentioned, um, these other guys you look at it, they all kind of have another star to go off of. You can argue Jokic right now is kind of doing it on his own, but Embiid has Simmons, Durant has, you know, Durant has Harden. And- Irving and then uh, LeBron right now. Anthony Davis has been out recently, but um, he's got other guys around that. But um, yeah, like that is a valuable player, Steph Curry. Yeah, the definition of it for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be mad if any of these guys get it. Yeah, and then I want to I want to throw Lillard's name out there. Mm-hmm. He's a step below them, but he's been great. Yeah, he would have to make a big push late in the season to actually win it, but. He's somebody I thought might have a chance at the beginning of the year, but he's just kind of overshadowed by the other guys, especially mm-hmm. when you have another point guard like Curry yep. in that conversation. Because you almost have your you have your two forwards, LeBron Durant, you have your two bigs, Jokic and Embiid, and then you just have Steph Curry, who's awesome. Um, but yeah, so who's your who's your pick right now, Devin? I right now, it. I'm going to stick with my guy from the beginning of the year. I said LeBron James is going to win MVP. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, fair. What about you? This is hard for me. I, I want to say Curry because I'm a huge yeah. Curry fan, but like I can't be mad about any of these I guys. I think I'm, if, if it has to come down to it, I'm gonna look at team records because that I think I think that shouldn't be the first thing you look at. But if you can't decide between players, I think that should help distinguish it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going I'm going with Embiid. Yeah, I, I want to say LeBron. 
I, but I like Embiid, what he's doing. He's been mm-hmm. so good this year, defensively, offensively. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say LeBron, just, I don't want LeBron to win it just because it's like a career achievement thing where he hasn't won it since, what, 2014? Right. Been five or six seasons. I don't want it to be that type of thing with LeBron. Mm-hmm. I still think him and Durant are the two best players in the league. Durant's missed time, which I think kind of excludes him a little bit from the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has James Harden, a former MVP, next to him on his team. Right. As well. Um, I'm going to have to go with Embiid, with the, good, yeah. LeBron with a close second there. Um, but I kind of want to see a big win it again. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. I'm a huge Embiid fan. And I love the story that he had with his childbirth story. You know, right, if yeah. you guys haven't heard it, you know he found out the day his child was born. Same day, he found out he wasn't all NBA, and he's just been pissed off ever since. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool story. Um, yeah, I think we might have mentioned that. We know. did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did. yeah. Another thing I, before we transition here is Giannis like completely out of the question right now. Yeah, isn't it weird? He yeah. was so high up there the last few seasons. Uh-huh. I don't think he's in it right now. I think yeah. he's seventh. And it's not be- I think just it's because of voter fatigue. I think it's just because he hasn't. The Bucks haven't really done too much. Yeah, and he he's, I think he his might have had a dip in like all overall he's, numbers. His issues. numbers are slight. He's so good, mm-hmm. but I think oh I mean, yeah, he's never been a top three or four player in my opinion mm-hmm. in the NBA. Really, okay. I ranked players and I had him at seventh, which mm-hmm. I'm going to stand by because um, he's limited in what he can do, especially come playoffs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird that he's not in the conversation at all. Yeah. Really odd. And then I thought my pick at the beginning of the year was Luca. Yeah. And he's not in the conversation either. No. These other guys, there's such so top heavy right now. There's yeah. so many good players. I'm actually um, looking at that now. Our preseason picks, and you ha- you mentioned Embiid in there and Dame as well. Yeah. Did I have Curry? I think I had Curry as well. Did I mention oh, Curry? Maybe I didn't. I can't find any Curry Maybe right I now. Maybe I didn't mention Curry. You had a uh, Luca number one, and then you talked about how Giannis won't win it. And you talked about Anthony Davis as well would be cool, but yeah, Davis you were skeptical of that year. Then yeah, Davis had a dip this year. Hasn't been as good. He'll be good come playoffs mm-hmm. if he can stay healthy. Yeah. That's impressive picking Embiid. Yeah, Embiid's been really good. Um, do you want to do some uh, power forward? Do you want to dive into it? Yeah, I'm um, good with that. All time power forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, the power forward position is it's kind of deep, honestly. Yeah. So I think our our uh, our list is. Pretty similar. We just have our four and five, our four and okay. five. Can you uh, see mine? I can't see yours. Yeah. In there. So, okay. Um, perfect. Yeah. You want to go? <clears throat> excuse me. You want to go through your five, and then I'll I'll say mine. Yeah. Just go through all five right now. Yeah. Sure. All right. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go five to one for me. So I put Sir Charles number five, and then Carmelone four, Dirk three, Kevin Garnett two, and then Tim Duncan as the one, runaway yeah. one. Yeah, I was similar there. I had Carmelone at the five because I. We'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. Charles Barkley, four. Dirk, three. It's like you have to. Garnett, two. And Duncan, one. Do you want to go through some of the stats? Do you want to start with... Let's just start with Duncan. Yeah. So... I can talk about He's Duncan. my all-time... You, I, I'm, you, take, I'm taking Duncan. You you're not taking yeah. Duncan from me. You're right. He's that my all-time favorite, favorite player, player. <laughs> dude. Yeah. So Duncan, all-time favorite player. Big fundamental. Love him. One of the best teammates ever. He's up there. If you're ranking all-time teammates, he's top five. Easy. Throw Curry on the list. More guys on this list. There's a lot of good teammates on this list besides one of the guys. He's an asshole. Um, yeah. So one of the greatest players ever. 15-time All-Star. Five-time champion with three finals MVPs in those. Mm-hmm. Um, should have had four. They gave Tony Parker one that Tim Duncan deserved. Uh, two MVPs. 15-time All-NBA with ten first teams, That's three crazy. second teams, two third ten teams. Ten first teams is no joke. Yeah. 15-time All-Defense. Eight first teams, seven second teams. Fifteen-time All Defense is uncharted. I think he might have the most ever. Yeah. Bill Russell's in the conversation, but he's up there with the most ever defensive All Defensive Team selections. And stats don't do him justice. Um, and I kind of do this thing. Bill Simmons does it on his podcast where he talks about the players' best three-year span. 
So Duncan's best three-year span in terms of statistic production was 2001 to 2004. 24 and a half points a game, 12 and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, and just under three blocks a game. Mm. Crazy numbers, which he's not really a stat guy, so to have those three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Three he blocks was making in all-star a game, games. Three years in a row yeah. almost? Yeah. Wow. I mean, he made an all-star game when he was 38 years old, so it kind of shows the longevity of his career winning a finals yeah. MVP mm-hmm. in his second season. Um, and I really think he's the best player to never win Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think there's anyone else. I mean, he should have multiple Defensive Player of the Years. He's been one of the best defensive bigs ever. Um, but, yeah, he's the best player probably to never win that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and that's – that's, uh, that's Can't, Tim can't say enough about Tim. Just, I have him as a top <laughs> – five to six all-time player yeah in my opinion i think he's right up there he deserves so much credit yeah. for and he's uh, still hanging around the spurs right doing yeah, some he stuff set down as he sat down as the assistant but i know he's still helping mm-hmm. them yeah i'm not sure why he sat down as the assistant coach it's still kind of a weird situation because i thought he would i thought he would take over but yep might be becky hammond who knows becky she's she's really becky. good she's really good at what she does yeah yeah, you want to go to the next one? Yeah, you want to you right. want to take uh, you want to take KG. Mister, anything is possible. Kevin Garnett, uh, yeah. I love this guy. He's in, he's insane. Yeah. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. I love listening to interviews of him. I love hearing him just cuss people out whenever he's getting a rebound. Yeah, it's a common rebound. <laughs> he's awesome. Um, Cracks me up. Yeah, I mean. I need to. You should listen. Bill Simmons podcast. He did a podcast on Garnett. Too. On really good. Really yeah. good. Garnett. I listened podcast. to the Allen Iverson one. That was good. Yeah, Allen Iverson one was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to go through yeah, the stats? Uh-huh. Fifteen-time All Star, champ in two thousand eight, I believe, with the Celtics. Yeah, I think so. Uh, won an MVP. Was it that year? No. Might have no, been. It was, it was Timberwolves, Timberwolves days. Timberwolves, yeah. yeah. Two thousand four, maybe. His Timberwolves days are really uh, underappreciated. I think. Oh yeah. I think that was kind of when he had maybe his best. His best statistic years were during. Yeah. Were during. Yeah, Besides, uh, obviously, winning a title, for me, that's a big thing. But um, yeah, thirteen and a half. Yeah. I guess his best three-year span here. He uh, had 23 points per game, 13 and a half rebounds, which is crazy. Five assists, just under two blocks, and a, a steal and a half. It shows what he was a nine-time All All NBA guy. Yeah. Uh, defensive Player of the Year one year, and a 12-time All Defense. Big numbers there too. 12-time All Defense, yeah. rare territory. Uh-huh. Him, uh, Duncan. Duncan. Um, Kobe's up there. Kobe got a lot. He, he did part of it was defense. popularity. Kobe was a good defender. Yeah. Part of it was popularity with him though. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin Garnett. What a what a what a great player. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, that's something that you can't really uh, something that doesn't really show up in the stats is just the presence he had, just being so big and yeah. dominant in almost every game he played, which was always always fun. I love yeah. listening to the like I said already the the trash talk. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's good. One of the best at it. He's really just another guy who's a great teammate. Uh-huh. There's a lot of he great was, teammates though, yeah. on this list. He mm-hmm. did not care about his stats whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he didn't care at all. He wanted to win. That's why he went to when he went to Boston. He didn't really want to leave Minnesota. Yeah, but Minnesota did an awful job building around him, so he didn't have a choice really um, to get um, to get go to to get to Boston. Um, but yeah, another great teammate. Yep. Third place was the same for both of us. Yep. Dirk Nowitzki, another one of my all-time favorites. Um, go through the stats with him. 14-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, member of the 50-40-90 club. Uh, I don't remember what year that was. One regular season MVP, NBA champ, and finals MVP. It was that 2011, right? Or 2010? Um, 2011 when they won the championship. So, yeah, big big numbers for him. His best three-year span was 
2004 to 2007 I had on here was 25 and a half a game, nine rebounds, 40% from three over that span too, which were big. I mean, he was so ahead of his time shooting the three like that. Mm-hmm. Another great teammate as well. Stayed his whole career in Dallas. Stayed there as a mentor role late in his career. Um, yeah, Dirk Nowitzki. I really debated between him and Garnett, honestly, for the second spot. Yeah. It came down to the defense with Garnett for me. Um, he's a better defender, defensive player of the year, which that's what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dirk, you can't say enough good things about Dirk either. Uh, great teammate. Um, really kind of the, almost the original stretch four. Uh, I know he was one of the first. Um, German, right? German guy? One of He might have been the first. He was up there, yeah. A yeah. lot of people were skeptical on letting him bring into the league. But, but yeah, um, obviously glad he did and became a champion. Um, took down LeBron, that's a... Not a not a big, not a shout out JJ Brea. Yeah, same guy liking out LeBron James. The Jet Jason Terry as well. I know yeah. he wasn't playing defense on LeBron, but <laughs> Jason Terry the Jet. Um, and then me and Nick are four and five. We're flip flops. I'll let you talk about Carl Malone here in a minute. Carl Malone, but I'll just go through his uh, his stats. He's a fourteen time All Star, fourteen uh, time All NBA with eleven on the first team. He won MVP twice. Yeah. Which it's I guess I didn't really realize that, but it's very impressive. Uh, big thing that you wrote. I love that you wrote this. No titles. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, second all time scoring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just read what you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I agree with um, everything he's about to say here. Yeah, he's Nick, he's take it. Go ahead. Uh, no, uh, Devin had him at fourth. I had him at fifth. I don't know how to hate him as a hermit. He's a scumbag of a human being. Complete shitbag. This is an explicit podcast, so I don't care. I'm gonna say it awful person i mean um one stat you forgot to mention he had one child with a 13 year old girl yeah that's a yeah and never really got punished for it that shows privilege that hopefully um, he's the only guy in the league he's with money and half yeah well chamberlain probably did as well he slept yeah. he claimed he slept with hundreds of women both a night pretty bad people um but yeah and then carl malone never wanted to play child support um even though he was making tons of money in yeah. the nba just a really horrible horrible yeah. person when you ask him about the Jordan documentary, he wouldn't talk on that because he was salty that Jordan kicked his ass in the playoffs every year. Multiple times. Multiple times. He couldn't win. Um, I just don't, I don't even think he's a top 20, 25 all-time player. I mean, he never nah. won at the highest level. I know Jordan was there, but um, the second all-time scoring is really just a testament to how long he played. Mm-hmm. He, he put up like how he went to the Lakers. Numbers. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of empty numbers. Um, I'm not a huge – I'm not a Carmelo fan in terms of the player or the human being. He's an awful human being. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's a two-time MVP. You can't take that away from him. But um, yeah, just he puts up empty numbers. I think one, kind of the best example I can think of that is uh, football terms. Frank Gore. He's just he's still a running back, and he's been playing for like twenty years. He, I just swear he's just racking up yards just to be number one all time. I don't know if you pay close attention to that, but it really just is just empty numbers. It's kind of like his career at that point when he went to the Lakers. I mean. Wasn't even a big deal. Or the yeah, he was like, he socked at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, not a good person at all. And But I think he does deserve to be on at least the top five power forwards because, I mean. I, I really almost is. put other people over him. I thought right. about, I floated Rodman, Rodman Kevin McHale, the round. Uh, yeah. Chris Webber. I really wanted to put anybody but him, but it just wasn't possible. Yeah. His second all-time in scoring, so like, you can't skip that over. Yeah. I'm going to talk about. The round mound or rebound. Is that Charles yeah. Barkley? Sir Charles Barkley. Yeah, Sir Chuck. Charles. Chuck. Chuck, yeah. <laughs> Who he played for. Who he played for. Chuck. Yeah. I don't know if he um, even remembers. So, yeah, 11-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA, MVP, um, or 93, I believe. Really ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he did as an undersized power forward, right. rebounding the ball. 
Um, and kind of a weird stat. He was a great advanced metrics guy. He's third all time in box plus minus, which is better than the regular plus minus, only behind mm-hmm. LeBron and Jordan. LeBron's wow. first, Jordan's second. He's third all time in box plus minus. That's um, crazie. It really is. His best three game three year span I had from eighty seven to ninety. There's a lot of ones to choose from in there. Had twenty six mm-hmm. a game, twelve boards. Um, he led the league. A really interesting stat in two point percentage five times. He was led the league huh. in two point percentage. Shout out basketball reference on that stat. Um, but yeah, uh, Charles Barkley, really great power forward. Never won a championship, which yeah. is a one knock against him. But mm-hmm. I think he had a lot of shots. I don't ever think it was his fault. I think he was a winner. Um, yeah. Charles Barkley. He yeah, he played in a time where you know the NBA was just being dominated by Michael Jordan. So that's. I mean, not really a knock to him, but, um, I mean, he just kind of got caught up in a bad situation. But it surprised me that he was an MVP. I, I kind of seem to forget that a lot, yeah. that he had an MVP year. But, I mean, you definitely need to put him in the top five, I think, of yeah. power forwards. Yeah. Funny guy. I don't really – I don't know. The show is kind of – I like Chuck. Yeah, I like Chuck. Him and Shaq kind of – I don't know. Just that that show's funny. <laughs> it is. It's an interesting show. It's still a good show. Although yeah. right now him and Shaq are kind of yeah, kind of yeah. weird, but yeah. But um, yeah, definitely deserves to make the top five uh, power forwards of all time. Other shout outs: Chris Webber, Kevin McHale. Yep. I think I said a few of these guys and earlier. Then, yeah. um, Dennis Rodman. I want to reiterate that. <laughs> Draymond Green. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I lo- I'm a maybe. big Draymond Green fan. He's not. He, I wouldn't. I just want to throw his name out there. <laughs> you think? You think Anthony Davis has a shot at making this list? Um, he I think- wins a few more titles. Yeah, I think he. I'd love it for him to replace Carl yeah. Malone. Oh yeah, <laughs> I should have put him on here. Yeah, I think right now he's probably sitting top ten. Yeah, I don't see why not. He's kind of like he's probably one of the better stretch forwards we've had in a while. But yeah. since Dirk, I think is that pretty accurate? Yeah, I mean I he, so. his three point shooting is decent. I mean, def- defensively, what he provides is pretty awesome mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think hopefully Anthony Davis doesn't go down being remembered as. A sidekick to LeBron. Hopefully. Already has one championship too. So. Yeah. Hopefully he gets more than, uh, more than just the one. Maybe yeah. he wins one without LeBron. But yeah, yeah, I think he definitely can be. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's what we have for the power forwards. Tell yeah. your friends about us, guys. We need yeah. to get those listens up. For real. Or if you're not going to tell your friends, listen three, four times so our listens look better. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to stop making them if we don't get listens. Not really. We're going to keep making yeah. them. I think uh, we even said, we were like, if nobody listens, I think it'd still be fun yeah. to just say, we yeah. have a podcast. Yeah. So if I can get Bill Simmons to listen, that'd be awesome. Shout out Bill Simmons. Listen to our podcast, dude. Yeah. I had a dream where I knew somebody, you were going to listen to our podcast, actually. So Bill, Kevin O'Connor, one of you two, come listen to our podcast. Chris Vernon as well. All my podcast people. Send them all. Send them all, yeah. Um, double our listeners. Double our <laughs> listeners, yeah. Get the word out there. Um, Adam Silver. We want our uh, media vote as soon as possible, yep. please. Um, we predicted the, the Derrick Rose trade. We did. We so, didn't get credit. Yeah. Shams. Shams. You gotta give us. Everybody. You gotta give us a shout out there, yeah. Shams. Let's see. Let's make one last. Let's make one prediction. One bold prediction. One bold prediction. <laughs> um. All right, you go. You got the, it. All right. Yeah. Sure. Off the top of my head. All right. I'm gonna stick. We we mentioned it earlier. Oladipo to the Spurs. Oladipo to the Spurs. <laughs> Interesting. Or um, Oladipo's going to be shipped again in the next week. Let's see. This is a hard one. Bold prediction. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, I know. LeBron's going to win his, another title this year, and he's yeah. going to leave to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa He'll win Bay a title Buccaneers. with the two uh, father times. I like Tom it. Brady, LeBron James, both the fine I like times. It. 
Tom Brady's gonna be throwing passes to Gronk and LeBron. Yeah. It's gonna be incredible. LeBron's gonna win five more championships with Tom Brady in the NFL and um Yeah. If so that that's happens my bold prediction. If that happens we deserve a media. And vote. then LeBron's gonna go to hockey. Hockey afterwards. Yeah. And no, he, I, I and he's gonna drive for Michael Jordan racing. Drive for, yeah. <laughs> my bold I do I still am sticking by with the prediction that he will go to the New York Knicks sometime in his career. Yeah. It's gonna happen. He'll end up in the New York Knicks for at least two seasons. One or two seasons, I guess. I like it. Well, I think that's all we've got. Yeah, under an hour. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. So tell people. Tell people we're under an hour. Yeah. You can play it on, it's on Spotify. You can play it on 1.5 speed. Yeah. And just zoom through it. Um, you don't have to sit there for the whole hour if you Seriously, don't want to. Seriously, yeah. Play it in a car ride um, home or anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hobby Ballers think. out. Peace.